0: Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. Today's episode, (laughs) by the title, you can guess where I'm going with this or maybe not. Um, In this past week, I've had such, in the past month, October, October. Has been insane. But in this past week alone, I have dealt with so much wounded masculine energy that I don't even like, I'm just blown away. Like, there has to be this has to be a sign that god is telling me like yes this is the thing i want you to speak on this is the thing that i want you to be an agent of change on because it is just so prevalent it's beating down my door it's beating down my heart it's everywhere around me wounded masculine energy plenty of wounded feminine energy and that that's what i'm here you know that's what mind and body is all about is empowering and helping women heal step into their power all that but the amount of toxic or I like to say wounded, masculine energy that I have encountered in October, let alone this past week, is just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. And I'm going to rant and, and I'm going to get this out. This is not going to be like a teaching or a motivational one. This is literally me just getting the steam off of my chest because I'm so... I don't even know if it's frustrated because I'm not mad at men. I'm just like, I I see now, like, it is time for us to shine, ladies. So what do I mean by that? Where am I going with this? Okay. You know that we're really big on talking about, yes, I just burped, really big on talking about our inner knowing. Like, all week long, this is the third episode where I'm talking about your feminine intuition and inner knowing. And what I have experienced this past Well, since I've been a business owner, is me outsourcing my energy specifically to masculine energies because I never had the masculine energy to like get shit done and like take authority in my life. So I definitely needed that 100%. However, uh, what I noticed is that as I kept giving my power over to them, one, they weren't listening to me, which we can all relate to. They don't listen to us. They think that we don't know what we're talking about. They know more than us. They have more experience, right? Right. and in so many different ways, now that I just had like this crazy spiritual awakening and really like revving up and tapping into my power, which I asked for, you guys can ask for that. You can pray and ask for God to help you step into your power and help you tap into your unlimited potential. And it's going to be a really messy journey on the way there. It's going to be a lot of crying, a lot of healing, a lot of uncovering, a lot of undoing. But once you come out of it, you are like, you're, you're Jean Grey. You know, that's my my mascot for the feminine energy unlimited emotional power, creativity, and also power to destroy if not handled properly. So let me, um, get to the specifics on what masculine energy that I'm talking about that has tried to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. So, um, I've talked this week already about the marketing team that I hired last December. He didn't really try to tell me anything wrong, actually. It just wasn't, you know, it was it was not my voice. It wasn't, you know, the voice of my brand. It wasn't a good fit. Um but more recently, specifically, um, and I love I love Toastmasters. I love being president. People are pushing me to run for a second term, which I honestly wouldn't be opposed to, just out of the sheer amount of personal growth that I've gotten in this time. But what has been irking me most is I've got these I, I have so many mentors in my life because I know that people are crazy and I know that some people, um, not just that people are crazy, but everybody has their own thing to give. And so I've got some speech mentors and Toastmasters and men that I look up to like brothers uh, or big uncles and even like fathers. And right now, this week, what I've been dealing with was two of my mentors messaging uh, females in the club, like telling them about stuff that really wasn't their place. You know, I'm the president. If you have an issue, email it to me. Um, If you want me to talk to a member, email it to me. Uh, But just two men ganging up on a woman via email, especially since one of my intentions when joining this club was to grow the female population. And that's the power of intention setting. I never went and posted anywhere, hey, join, there's a female leader of the club now. No, I just set the intention into the universe. And we went from averaging about uh, maybe six to eight females per meeting to up to like 23 sometimes. And if not that, there's always like at least an equal number of men and women in the room. I'm really proud of that. Um, I didn't do it, but just, you know, setting that intention and calling it in and manifesting it. So for me to see two men just like jumping down this girl's throat, even if they didn't think they were being rude about it, it just it pissed me off so much because I'm like, "Can you please learn to shut the fuck up for one minute? Like, my God, I understand you have your opinions, and this is't that, and this is the way it's always been, and this is how you feel, but like my God, like this is not like, calm the fuck down." So that's number one. I had to email one of my own mentors and ask them to calm the fuck down, right? Um, second, I had to release the marketing agency that I was so happy to be working with because it just wasn't in alignment with me. Just wasn't in alignment. That's fine. And it wasn't in alignment because they wanted to work like seven days a week. They wanted to rush to get to $10,000. They wanted to rush and do all this fast stuff. And this was the wrong week. Uh, you know, like they kept saying, you know, if your business isn't doing good, volume solves everything, volume solves everything. That was the motherfucking red flag. Because my whole life, I have valued quality over quantity. I do like to have a lot of things, um, and I don't always—I didn't always have the nicest things growing up, which is probably why, as I grew up, I wanted quality over quantity. I don't need a whole bunch of shoes. I want, you know, some quality Converse and some quality Nikes. I, I do have a lot of shoes, though. I'm not gonna lie, but that's not the point. The point is, I do better when I can give quality stuff versus just a whole bunch of quantity. I'm not opposed to it. However, once they said that, I already knew this was not in alignment with my brand. I'm not going to burn myself out um, with that method that I know does not work well with a projector type energy. I'm a, if you know my, if you know Human Design, I'm a projector we're meant to do deeply transformative work with people we're meant to see life and see people in a way that most people don't and me just being out there just pumping out content on a daily basis doing a thousand things i can do it for so long but then i will burn out Um, i'm not meant to operate like that so when they said that i realized like yeah this is not an alignment and i had to step away i had to um back away and let it i had to i had to let him go right Um, And then I also have this other mentor, uh, someone dear and near to me, which I'm not ready to even go into full explanation of the fuckery that was that whole fiasco. Um, But there was this just overwhelming energy of you don't know what you're doing. You're a little girl. I know better. Do it my way. And whether these men say it in that sentence, which none of them have ever really said it, except for my mentor, he has literally called me a little girl, that I act like a little girl. And as demeaning as that was, uh, it did open my eyes to show me some very immature uh, personality traits that I had that I was not aware of. So that sucked to hear, Um, but it worked. Nonetheless, I feel like that is the energy that a lot of men look at us with. Little girl this, blah, blah, blah that, and, you know, she doesn't know enough and I know more. And the title of today's podcast, I'm a mad black woman. I just had to, I literally ran out of my kitchen to my, to my desk to record this little bit, okay? Men think they know more than us because they've been in power longer. Because they, they're based off of logic and reason and facts and all this other stuff. And they know science and they know math and they're better at this because they read, blah, 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 right? Here's the fucking thing. They had to read to get where they are. They had to read and learn and research and study for years. I have an inner knowing. We, women, we have an inner fucking knowing. Not saying that we don't need to be educated, but there is something within us that God gave us where we can just trust a situation. Yes, go this way. Don't go this way. My child's in danger. This is not a good idea. So who the fuck do you think is smarter? I don't think that one is better or worse. And I usually don't like to do that comparison. But when I think about how men have tried to tell me what to do in my business, what to do in my life, I'm like, you had to read something that somebody else wrote and it could have been their opinion and it could have been a fact for them at that time of, of the life, of the season, of the culture, and it not be relevant today. Outdated information. That's why so many things are tumbling down from the past because what worked back then does not work now. Your ways, your methods are outdated. Outdated. And you think that you're smarter than us because you have gained so much more knowledge on the past. But here's the thing, boo-boo. When we are tapped in, tuned in with our intuition, that means I am tapped in and tuned in with universal intelligence. That means I get to move with spirit. That means that God is moving me and ordering my steps and letting me know and protecting me. So I don't wanna hear it about women not knowing or us being too emotional no we're not too emotional men are the ones that are too we are all emotional beings we just express our emotions i saw a reel by this god i can't remember his name love him beautiful eyes black dude something like crowley or crawford something on instagram he used to talk a lot about race and black stuff that made me be like oh god he's going off the deep end but no it's just really good research and um he talked about the fact that they say women are so amor, so much more emotional than men. And he's like, when you look up murder, 90% of murders are committed by men. What could be more emotional than deciding that you want to take another person's life? Charity Croft is his name. Charity Croft. Oh my gosh, that was such a, here it is. I'm actually, I'm not going to play it because that's weird. But literally, he says, why 90% of all murders are done by men? Because they have so much anger and they don't know how to express it. You're so busy trying to put down the, the feminine energy and make them feel less than and make them feel like they're not powerful because you don't have that same inner knowing that we do and you don't understand where it comes from. You don't understand how we got that or why we got that. And so that's why there has been so much suppression on the feminine energy from day one. That is why women over in Iran are still dealing with the fact that they're, that, you know, being jailed for having their hair, like they're dancing in the streets right now. They're taking, they're letting their hair show, they're dancing, they're being feminine. Why? Because the, 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 the oppression Is that the word I want to use? Sure. The oppression of the feminine collective. Mother Earth is over it. I don't know if y'all noticed what happened when COVID happened, but this whole like wounded masculine energy that has been running the planet, Mother Nature is over it. And so a lot of the old paradigms are going to start coming down. We already see it in the business world. This whole model of work, work, work till you die. You don't get time off. You don't get mental health days. Millennials are not fucking with it. Gen Zers, we are not fucking with it. You know why? Because there's an uprising of the divine feminine. And mothers, creators, nurturers, we are stepping up and we're saying enough is a fucking enough. We can run businesses too and not run people into the ground. We can create successful empires without doing it on the backs of slaves or the backs of women, like... This, we are going into such a new, beautiful season and I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. This all got prompted because I was in my kitchen and I thought about how busy I've been today and how I'm gonna work all the way up until it's time to come get my son. My son doesn't get out until nine. He usually gets out at 5.30, but those four additional hours that I had, I've been, you know, farting around, not being productive. And it's because I'm programmed to work late hours because that's, how I was, that's what I was used to. And I remembered something, that I get to manifest what the fuck I want. So I was like, all right, Bonnie, let's start manifesting how you do want your days to go. I want to finish my work. I want to have four to six hours of work and I want to have time in the afternoon to read so I have so much new, fresh information to deliver on a podcast, delivering courses. And my business is going to be flowing and abundant. I'm not going to be grinding, posting five times a day like the men tell me to. And I stopped and I thought about how men would laugh at that strategy. And I stopped and thought about how that's all I ever wanted. And every guy that has come into my business has told me to do something else. And how much financial, emotional, mental distress I have gone through being out of alignment and doing something that my intuition was like, why are we doing this? Well, because the man told me to. Is the man really smarter? Well, he's been in business longer. But does he know your business? Well, he knows business. Yeah, but this is our business, bonds. We started this business because of our inner knowing that told us it was time. So with that said, seek out wisdom, seek out help. But when it comes to operating, moving and functioning, I'm gonna do it the way that the spirit leads me to. Not some man who just wants to control me because I've had one too many relationships where I get into them and that is literally all these men wanna do. They see a pretty face, they see a valuable woman and they're scared of her power so they suppress me in one way or another. It's either physical violence, sexual violence, manipulation with money. I'll take care of you and your kids, nobody else will. Oh my gosh, you you, you don't know enough. You're not connected enough in the business world. Let me guide you, little girl that doesn't know anything. Fuck that. I'm tired. I'm tired of being made to feel like I can't do this on my own. I've been riding the new wave of I'm God's Bonnie. And for those of you that know, I've had such an interesting uh, relationship with God and now I'm at a place where I'm at peace where I'm not worried about what some man who men who manipulated the Bible to tell us that witchcraft, oh God, I didn't think I was gonna take it here. We're going here today, guys. That whole witchcraft is worse than rebellion thing from the Bible, if you're not familiar with the Bible, that is a uh, phrase that they used to use on us uh, when we wanted to watch Harry Potter (laughs) or when we wanted to be rebellious. They'd be like, hey, you know what they say about rebellion? Rebellion's next to witchcraft. Let's talk about witchcraft for a moment. Now, for those of you that are already like spiritually woke, you know this stuff, right? You, You understand that witches are just powerful women, right? But let's dive into that for a minute. First of all, I need y'all to understand how the Bible was put together. In Christian and evangelical spaces, we were taught to believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God, that everything that is in there today is exactly what God wanted, that over the years, through all the different cultures and people, um, there were scribes that translated it and kept it sacred. Nobody added anything. Nobody removed anything. It's just perfect. Or if they did add, or if they did remove, whatever we have today is exactly what God wanted us to have. To a certain extent, I believe that. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, God's will, like if, if things weren't meant to be, if you don't believe in God, we'll look at it from this way. If it wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't have happened, right? So I will will go with it on that. However, I need y'all to be realistic for a minute. There's stuff that's missing from the Bible, like dinosaurs and aliens. Can we all agree on that? Yes. Okay. So if there's stuff missing from the Bible, then clearly people could have added things to the Bible, especially if they were men and it dominates them or they're dominating the culture and it benefits them. So when we look at history as a whole and we have been suppressed, the feminine collective, and it goes back as early to the Old Testament where you have lines like rebellion is worse than witchcraft. First of all, I don't think witchcraft was a word back then. I would have to do some more research and I meant to do it before I got on this topic because I I thought of this and was like, I'm doing a podcast on it. (sighs) Words didn't mean the same thing back then as they do now. Not to mention, you can take two languages that exist right now and there be words in the English language that are not in the Spanish language. There are words in the Spanish language that just don't exist in the English language and so on and so forth. So when you add in the fact that cultures have changed drastically, when you add in the fact that languages are not the same, and when you add in the fact that everything I said in the beginning, that these men who didn't understand how women were inherently more powerful or have a, a power that we don't have to go study and read on. It's just an inner knowing. That is extremely threatening. She didn't pick up a book. She didn't She didn't go to school. I don't know what kind of stuff they did back then, you know, in the Old Testament. I guess they went to like, you know, th- they had some kind of schooling. You know, they, they had their own thing. Nonetheless, like, it's not, it, it's not you know, like we, we sat at home and, and tended to the children. How the heck are we so intuitive? We sat at home and tended to the children. How do we just have this inner knowing? That's scary. You know, it might seem like witchcraft. So I just think it's very convenient that in order to keep people in submission you use a line like rebellion is the same as witchcraft first again word that probably didn't even exist back then you see where I'm going with this so flash forward to Salem witch trials and they're burning women at the stake because of the fact that we are doing everything I just said before manifesting stuff making things happen and they don't understand how without force Without whipping my dick out and putting it on the table and saying, I'm a man and this is the way I said How are they making stuff happen? You don't understand it. When men don't understand things, man, humans, when we don't understand things, we are threatened by things. And when we are full of fear and we are threatened, we go into fight or flight and it's usually fight and they usually suppress, attack, kill, dominate. And that's what's happened to the feminine collective. And that's why there's so many women today who don't understand their power, who are afraid to be rise up and be powerful. Cause we have been suppressed for so long and I'm tired of it I'm fucking over it like I have I've been so gracious I have been so like let's let's and I'm still you know I still love them and I still believe in reconciliation across all of mankind you know but this shit stops here I'm like I'm coming full floor force with mind and body I'm coming full with this divine uprising of the feminine collective. I'm coming full force with women. You are more powerful. And I'm not just saying that to be cute. You are more powerful than they have led you to believe. And they are scared of your power. And that's why they have suppressed it for so long. I'm tired of it. I'm fucking tired of it. I'm not holding my tongue anymore. I'm not going to come in and be a raging bitch because that's not effective either. I'm going to be just as tactful as they are, but I'm also going to be moving. I'm going to be moving with spirit. Tact and spirit. Oh, they're not ready. They are not ready. Ladies, they're not ready for you. And I'm not saying you need to step into your power and become a raging bitch and, and get back at every man that hurt you. No, that's your wounded feminine energy. I need you to heal yourself and I need you to step into your real power, not your wounded power, because then we're just like them. And that's what's wrong with the planet today. All these wounded ass people walking around. He hurt me. Well, she hurt me. Will he hurt me. So now I hate all men. Will she hurt me. So now I'm going to play all women. Great. Look, look, look what that's gotten us. That is not the way that we were created to be. That was not the way that we were created to exist. There's so much more for us, guys. (sighs) I had to get that off my chest. And I feel like this was something that is, is a part of my story, is a part of my calling. And if this resonated with you, sis, it's time to rise up. It's time to stop sleeping on your potential, stop sleeping on your power. We have created ability we have nurturing ability. We have the ability to do so much more and change this planet, change your family, change your neighborhood, change your city, change your job, your friends, your family. But we'll never get there as long as you keep playing small and and listening to this lie that because you didn't go to school as long as them or because you haven't been a manager as long as them or well, you haven't been a CEO or in this level of leadership and executive, like, no, I, it stops here. And I'm gonna leave you with this analogy that God, uh, the story that God showed me. I don't know if I've shared this before, but I'll share it again, if anything. Um, one day when I was doing my Sunday morning devotionals and like meditation out by the pool that faces the lake in the neighborhood that I fucking manifested, <laughs> I was out there and I wanted to go sit on the wall. That was like, it's a, there's um our pool area is raised up above the grass and it's an infinity pool. So it kind of like overlooks this beautiful lake and there is a, um, like a brick wall that you know, holds the raised pool area and it goes around. And I wanted to go sit on the outer parts of the wall so I'd be closer to the lake and it just looked like a really cool place to read. And young Bonnie, you know, catering to my inner child, young Bonnie loves stuff like that. So I was like, I'm going to go do it. And immediately fear struck me. What if there's a snake over there? And I was like, yeah, what if there's a snake, Bonnie? So I stood there for a long time debating am I willing to let my fear of what could go wrong stop me from an amazing experience? And um, after playing with that for a while and putting myself in my client's shoes and thinking about how much I tell them to step out of their fears, I was like, no, I'm not going to be held back by what could be. There could be something, I could have an amazing view over there and it could be an amazing morning, but I'm holding myself back. I'm going to go for it. So I started scaling the wall, like you know, holding my phone, making sure I don't fall. I, it wasn't a, a high fall, you know, like maybe I would have landed on my feet in the grass, but it was it was raised up off the ground, at least a little bit taller than me, probably like I don't know, seven or eight feet tall. And as soon as I start braving this, um, you know, small brick area to to walk around, um, I look and sure enough, there's a long black racer sunbathing across the top of the bushes that outline this wall. And I stop and I get startled, and I run back. And my fear was like, see, I told you, told you it would be scary. And in that moment, God started to reveal something to me because I was struggling with feeling confident around, um, I don't know why it was older white men, businessmen. I don't know what I was doing in my life at that time where I was going to be dealing with older white men. I don't know if it was Toastmasters or some kind of business or pitching my brand. I don't know what I was going through then. But God was like, you're afraid of that. First lesson was, you know, I'm glad you faced your fears. I'm proud of you. Proud of you, girl. However, you're so afraid of that black snake and it can do nothing to you. It is more afraid of you than you are of it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But he's like, no, no, no. You're not listening to me. They are more afraid of you than you are of it. And immediately I knew he wasn't talking about the black snake. I knew God was not talking about, I'm sorry, conditioning programming. One day I'm going to get to a place where I stop calling God he, but it's just the way we were raised. I was raised Christian and I know God's um, not a man or a woman. It's conditioning. One day we'll figure out what else to call God. Okay, cool. Um, If I say source energy, then people turn me out. His name is God. I'm like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) Anywho, um, I knew that it meant the men in my life that I'm afraid of. I am more powerful than them. My story, my intuition, my experiences, my ability to connect, my ability to adapt, my ability to persist. I have been through hell and back and there are rich, older white men or whatever men who would literally take their own lives and deal with some of the shit that I've been through and women, other women, just like you. So I want to finish with this. The things that you're afraid of standing up to these men, these men in your life, these giants, they're really just like little black racers they don't have any poison to them they just move different than you they look different than you and so because it's different you fear them but here's the thing you can literally cut their heads off not please don't go do anything like that but like we're so much more powerful than them you see what i'm saying they're more afraid of you than you are of them you are more powerful than they are you just haven't you haven't owned it and when i heard that i was like wow God, I'm still not going to sit over there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But you do understand that you're more powerful than that snake. That snake can't do anything to you. You can literally like end its life in an instant. It can bite you and it has no poison. These men can come for you. And I thought about it on a deeper level. Like I I really wish I could remember the situation because it was. I think it was something like I could ruin their whole life, um, either with the things I know about them or just some of the thing. like I just remember thinking they could try to come for me um, but I'm an open book. I put all my information out there on the internet. Everybody knows my stories. Anything that anyone would try to call a scandal, I probably have already talked about on my podcast. Whereas these big wigs out here have so many secrets and so many scandals. They're so much more fragile and vulnerable than us. Ladies, your authenticity is your power. The more that you own your story, no one can throw any shade at you because you've already owned it. Own your story, own your power, own everything. Because once you do, that's when you get to step into your power. And this has been the diary of a mad black woman. (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. If this sparked a fire in you, if it woke you up, I would love to hear what resonated with you the most. Ladies, I love you and I believe in you and we are going to change the world. Let's do it. Have an amazing day and I'll see you, well, hear you next time.